Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. I'm here, just watching uh, the devil struggle right now. Sucks. It is what it is, folks. Tuesday, baby, Tuesday, KM to 2 AM on the fan. 877-337-6666. Spoiler alert, we're about to talk sports. Are the Nets still in the league? Hell yeah, they're still in the league. Quietly, the Brooklyn Nets have something on Flatbush and Atlantic. Quietly. This Nets world has been built. And as many people talked about the Brooklyn Nets being an embarrassment, the biggest failure in the history of the NBA, the big three that was, Katie and Kyrie leaving, it doesn't matter. (laughs) What matters is Sean Marks had a good summer and put together a pack of hungry dogs. It also doesn't matter who's on the floor. It doesn't matter who's on the court. Nets man up. This team has battled injuries so far, and they've had a bunch of different starting lineups, different rotations, guys coming off the bench, G League guys playing, young guys playing, but ultimately, they're the eighth youngest team in the league with a lot of veterans, right? Not old vets, not some of the old guys you've seen in Brooklyn over the last 10 years, but guys that have been around long enough where they know how to play, they're gritty. And they have a chip on their shoulder. We're getting back to the Brooklyn way. The vibes are right in Brooklyn. 877-337-6666. So it's another installment of the NBA in-season tournament tonight. The Nets play their third game. The Orlando Magic play their first game. And I love the court in Brooklyn. I complained about the red court in Chicago with the orange ball and you know how hard that is to watch on TV. I wanted to go to the game tonight, but I watched the game at home. And, you know, the magic I was a little worried about at Talking Nets for more Nets talk. We're not going to spend all night on the Brooklyn Nets, but I was a little worried about the magic. They're a 500 ball club. The Nets were 500. Now they're six and five, but I was a little worried about them. They're the fourth youngest team in the NBA, and they have some guys. Bancaro, Wagner, Suggs. They have some guys, but the uh, Nets were able to hold them off with a strong fourth quarter. Pretty much blew them out, doubled them up 36 to 18 in the fourth quarter, going into that fourth quarter with a two point lead. Uh, tonight, you found out that Ben Simmons is going to be out for a little while. Um, the message I've been sending to Nets fans on my Brooklyn Nets podcast, on Nets Twitter, 
is, you know, you, you can't look at Ben Simmons like a core part of this Brooklyn Nets team. Honestly, he should have never been on the team. Uh, look at James Harden now. And, like, you know, because of the whole James Harden saga, the Nets ended up taking on Ben Simmons. And I'm not talking down on Ben Simmons because he is hurt. And I know he's battling back and he's had the mental health issues and all that. But what I'm saying to Nets fans is anything that Ben Simmons could ever give us was a bonus. Last year, this year, and moving forward. Whatever you got out of Ben 10, cool. But you shouldn't have gotten your hopes up. You shouldn't have been expecting him to return to all-star form. That just, I don't know, the whole thought of him getting back to what he was, to me, I, I didn't believe that. I never bought into that. And I've been telling Nets fans, Whatever this guy can provide is a bonus. So Shams put out there today, Nets Ben Simmons has been diagnosed with nerve irritation on the lower left side of his body and will miss some time. Um, Cam Thomas is out, but it doesn't matter, right? You get Cam Johnson back, who was hurt and missed a few games. Spencer Dinwiddie tonight steps up uh, in the absence of a Ben Simmons. You need somebody to run the point. Mikael Bridges, uh, you get a good game out of Dayron Sharp. Uh, good defense out of guys like Dennis Smith Jr., Royce O'Neal, solid. Lonnie Walker, the Skywalker, solid. I mean, when I look at this Brooklyn Nets team, I don't think it's too early to say I love this team. I love this team because this is the team that we had no idea what they would be coming off of what we just went through. This Nets world has been built, and it was built on the backs of the superstars that came in through here, barely played, and quickly exited. But now we're getting back to a culture and a vibe that embodies Brooklyn and the fan base. The games are sold out every game. And you can hear the fans. The fans are into it. And I think now we have a team that fits the fan base, the culture, and the vibe again. 877-337-6666. Spencer Dinwiddie goes for almost 30. He's a plus 25 in the game, dropping 29 points. Mikael Bridges with 21. His twin, Cam Johnson, with 20. Off the bench, Lonnie Walker with a, a bum knee right now playing through it gives you 11. Royce O'Neal, 13. Dayron Sharp, 11 with 10 rebounds. He had a double-double in the first half. Can't be mad about it at all, right? All things considered, if you looked at the Brooklyn Nets two months ago and we told you that they'd be in every game that they play, that they'd beat some top competition, that they'd suffer injuries to about four or five guys that they needed and still be 6-5, and five, Three and three at home, two and one in group play. You you take it. You take it. The Brooklyn Nets are not going to be a laughing stock. The Brooklyn Nets are going to su- surprise a lot of people in the NBA if they're not already. They will get Cam Thomas back, who should be their leading scorer. But man, it doesn't matter. Like I said, there's a bunch of dogs, hungry dogs. Whoever gets called on, they're ready to play. So we're not going to spend the whole night talking about the Nets. I know people always oh, know Nets talk, Nets talk. But if you want to talk about the Nets, call up and say what you got to say. This is my open, so I got to plant some other seeds, right? Nets fans are a lot of times also Mets fans. Carlos Mendoza, the new man in Queens. Mendy stepped right up to meet the Mets today, and I like what he had to say. And I'm familiar with him, obviously, from being the bench coach with the New York Yankees. Every time Aaron Boone got ejected, he had to step up. And then, uh, you know, he'd speak in the post game, and you'd get a look at Carlos Mendoza. And I think I told you guys, the biggest thing for Mendy with me is his connection to the Venezuelan players on the New York Yankees and just his connection to the Latino players. I think this guy's going to crush it. I think he's going to connect with the Latino fans and the Latino players. Um, I liked what he had to say today. I liked how he thanked everybody in his life, his wife, 
um, his family, his mom, his dad, his kids. I did uh, perk up a little bit when he said uh, that his kids would be able to play and practice at the stadium at City Field. I don't think uh, he was allowed to do that in Yankee Stadium. I heard Evan speak on that today. I'm like, Evan beat me to it. I tweeted it out. But uh, that was one thing that I caught. Other than that, you know, he says this is a team that won 101 games. He's not coming in trying to reinvent the wheel. He's not coming in trying to blaze a new trail. He's trying to add to the culture. And uh, I I think he's a baseball lifer. I think he's a respected baseball guy with a lot of connections. Uh, Even heard he's trying to bring in Willie Randolph. Shout out to Willie. I got hit Willie. See if Willie wants to come on the fan. Willie, I know you don't want to come on the fan. But maybe Willie wants to come on the field in Queens and help out his pal, Mendy. 877-337-6666. He won the press conference. He said he can't wait to have deep conversations with Gary, Keith, and Ron. I'm like, this guy knows exactly what to say. He knows exactly what to do, right? You got to talk to those three guys. You got to have deep baseball conversations with those guys before they challenge your every move. So uh, Mets fans, call me up if you want to talk about your new manager. Nets, Mets, Jets fans, uh, they all wear the same hats pretty much. And the Jets are still alive. I mean, after you watch the Bills lose and then the Bills come out and fire Ken Dorsey, their offensive coordinator today, they're scrambling. Sean McDermott doesn't know what to do to save his own tail. I don't think he can. This is a team that last year everyone was telling you was winning the Super Bowl. A lot of people had them pick to win the Super Bowl again. This is a team that their quarterback was supposed to be MVP, MVP, MVP. He's a turnover machine. And I think it's interesting, right? Because Brian Dable, the Giants head coach, used to be over there. So this story impacts Jets fans and Giants fans. The Giants are completely dead in the water. The Giants are are, are tanking. Tank Bigsby, Tank Dell, it's a tank. It's a... A shirt, it's a beater, it's a sleeveless, it's a tank. So if Giants fans want to talk about tanking and Caleb Williams, we can do that. But Jets fans, this Bills game, you can win. And I know once, you know, I I was out and they reel me back in. Once you think you're done with the Jets, they still have a little bit of life. But whatever, The, the season was over four plays in. So to even be at this point and be thinking about winning the AFC East, good. (laughs) Good, at least there's something on Sunday for you to sit down and be excited about what is the Giant fan actually sitting down thinking about on Sunday? Oh, we got to lose this game, but I want to win the game. Oh, but there's no point in winning these games. It's about the draft. You're already on to 2024 Tankathon. But I thought this was an interesting elevation for one Joe Brady. You guys remember Joe Brady, right? So Joe Brady now will take over as the offensive coordinator, and his first game is going to be against the Jets' defense. Joe Brady... His most famous year, in my opinion, was when he led the passing game for LSU. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, they went crazy in 2019. Undefeated SEC champs, national champs, smoking the cigars. Now everybody smokes cigars. Joe Brady led the way for that team, and they put a bunch of guys in the NFL. And then he went on to the NFL, to the Panthers, to the Bills as quarterback coach. And uh, now he's the interim offensive coordinator, quarterback coach. I don't know if he's going to be able to stop Josh Allen from giving the ball to the other team. Seemed like Brian Dable was the only guy that coached him up, gave him some hard coaching, and was in his head to make better decisions. But I think the Jets can get them. Like They're, they're going into this week with a new offensive coordinator. They're reeling. Josh Allen gave you the ball week one. You could disrupt him. He can give you the ball again. But it all comes back to what? The quarterback, Zach Wilson. Can Zach Wilson build 
on what we saw. It's not going to be a Sunday night football game. But can he build on what he did? Nathaniel Hackett, can you build on what we saw? What worked with the Jets offense? Tighten it up in practice. The practice reps have to be better. That's where the penalties come from, Rob Sala. You guys obviously aren't practicing well enough. Because when you get in the game, the execution is flawed. If you tighten that up, you'll be in this game against the Bills. And don't look now, but Aaron Rodgers says he's coming back. He's going to be around the team full-time after Thanksgiving. And, you know, he made sure to say that the Giants suck and that the uh, Giants own New York media or something like that. I don't know what he's on. What did I tell you about Aaron Rodgers? He's a master manipulator going on Pat McAfee. Man, fall back. Anyway, 877-337-6666. Of course, we're going to talk Jets. Of course, we're going to talk Giants. And a lot of those Giants fans wear Yankee caps. Bro, I don't know what is going on. I also wear a, a Yankee cap. Um, I don't know what's going on with Brian Cashman. I don't know if this is strategic. I don't know if this is thought out, tactical, or if he's just flying off the cuff. You know, Hal came out to say that uh, he didn't mind Brian Cashman's rants. He said, while I don't con- condone the cussing, I do like the passion. There are too many false narratives out there about our organization being pushed by uninformed and uninvolved people. It is needless to say frustrating. Well, yo, you know what's frustrating? Between what Hal has to say and what Brian Cashman has to say, I don't think they're making the New York Yankees an appealing place to play for free agents. So the talk of today was when Ken Rosenthal comes out and he says, Giancarlo Stanton's agent, Joel Wolf responds responds below to Yankees GM Brian Cashman saying of Stan, he's going to wind up getting hurt again more, more likely than not because it seems to be part of his game. So here's what, what his agent had to say, and I'm sure you've heard this, but I'll reiterate it for people that have it. Giancarlo Stanton's agent says, I read the context of the entire interview. I think it's a good reminder for all free agents considering signing in New York, both foreign and domestic, that to play for that team, you've got to be made a Teflon, both mentally and physically, because you can never let your guard down, even in the offseason. The pinstripes are heavy. You better have heavy Teflon on you. Like, I don't, I don't know. Joel Wolf, Joel Wolf represents Yamamoto. Maybe Yamamoto is oblivious. Maybe Yamamoto already made up his mind. He wants to be Yamamoto the Yankee. If you remember, Brian Cashman was front row this past season when he threw a no-hitter in Japan. Maybe, but I just think it's simple, right? If you're coming to New York and you're just going to go to the highest bidder and your agent is telling you, ah, they're not treating our guy right and Steve Cohen offers more money, it's a pretty simple decision. I don't know. What is, and here's a question for you Yankee fans, 877-337-6666. Like, what's appealing about the Yankees right now? What makes free agents want to sign with the Yankees now? What makes Aaron Nola say, yeah, I want to pitch for those guys after what Carlos Rodon experienced in his first year? What makes a free agent say, I want to be with the Yankees in 2024? It's not 2004, right? It's not off the championships the Yankees won. It's not off the legacy. It's not... Oh, putting on the prestigious pinstripes. Like, that stuff is is wearing off year after year. We're 15 years removed from a World Series appearance. And like I'm saying, Hal and, and Cashman's comments, I, I just don't think it helps. I don't think it helps. Oh, we're going to focus on bunting. Oh, I think we're really effing good. Like, what? It, it, it seems like a mess. I think the only thing really appealing to joining the Yankees is playing with Aaron Judge, playing with Garrett Cole, playing with Glaber Torres, Anthony Volpe, but other than that, the Martian, other than that, it's like, 
there are so many other places, right? Like New York isn't the same anymore. As a place to live, it's it's expensive. It's less attractive. It's crowded. It's dangerous. The weather's not great. It's getting cold. It's about to start snowing here. And it used to be that New York is the media market, the mecca of media market one, where you can make all this other money. Now you can make money everywhere. Everything's digital now. You can make just as much money in uh, Philly. You can make just as much money in, I don't know, California, Texas. No state tax in Texas, Florida, places like that. But, yeah, I don't know, folks. I'm down on the Yankees because I feel like they're digging themselves a hole. It's not strategic. And they've already spent money on Judge and on Cole, and they're stuck with Stan. Stan's not going anywhere, folks. Newsflash. So who are they actually going to get in this offseason after going 82-80 and when they need to sell tickets, right? They need to energize the fan base. They need to get the fans excited. Juan Soto? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's Yankees for clicks, if you ask me. Right? The same way they told you on July 17th that the Yankees were going to possibly, maybe, sort of be in the front to trade for Shohei Otani. It's the same thing with Juan Soto. You use the Yankees, it drives up interest. They have the most fans. They have the most money. They're the most recognized brand to the casual fan. So, I don't know. I'm down on the Yankees. Call me up and tell me why a free agent might want to sign here. Who you think they're getting. I, I, I think you're fooling yourself if you think they're signing Yamamoto, trading for Juan Soto in this offseason. Maybe one or the other, but maybe neither one at all. Other than that, you know, I'm watching the Devils in here. Rangers fans, feel free to call me up if you want to talk, Puck. Uh, we've got plenty of time. I'm on till 2 a.m. We're going to go through a lot of different things, but I want to talk to you. So hit the phone, 877-337-6666. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. KM to 2 a.m. returns right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.